0: Well, welcome to the Kirk and Baker Show. I'm David Baker.
1: And I'm Rogers Kirk.
0: Well, welcome back. I, I think our regular listeners thought we disappeared or man, got it, dismissed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> man, it's just so good seeing you, man. With this I, this time off has been rough. We ain't seen each other. I hate
0: to use the term fired, so dismissed sounds so much better, but we actually have had some <laughs> things going on in our lives that have prevented us time-wise from doing this. Yeah. And I know you—you you can explain yours. You were under the weather a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, Dave. It's—it's been—it's been rough. I have been sick. Uh, uh, just really coming out of uh, uh, December, uh, been very ill and some mm. pancreas stuff that was so painful. And you know, uh, one time they—they—and—and uh, and all of this sickness you know i i think they even had a meeting and talking about well is he going to make it or not <laughs> you know but oh no oh yeah it was it was rough and then then hard issues but but I, i'm here and i'm restored and yeah. I thank god for for that he's given uh me another opportunity to uh to just to share his love and his goodness to people that i meet and— And so not only me, but Dave, you've, you've gone through some stuff.
0: Oh, and I knew you were not well over at the Christmas party over at TMBC together, making a better community, uh, the Lincoln center when, when you just kind of were, you were out of it. And I was over there playing music and I thought my brother's not doing too good. And you, you just weren't, you weren't the jovial self that you usually are and kidding around with me. And I thought, "Uh uh-oh, and, uh. And, but you did come over for a little bit, just I for was, a few minutes. I was in and,
1: severe pain, man. I yeah. Think, and you can see, look at me now, I've lost about 30-some pounds. Well, that's... <laughs> that's probably a good that's thing. That's a
0: positive but. thing, but but it took a lot <laughs> yeah. out of you, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I... So I've been through a lot. My mom was yeah. uh, going through chemotherapy this fall. Uh, she had ovarian cancer, was diagnosed with that back in October, and, um, and we thought we would be able to defeat that, and... uh Went through the chemotherapy, and uh, my goodness, my mom kept track of the appointments that I was with her on. And her last appointment that I went to her with was the emergency room at Genesis East mm-hmm. in Davenport. And she said, I said, How many is this mom? And she goes, 22, 22. Yeah. So I'd been with her on 22 separate appointments just to be along, moral support, either a ride or helping right. her. So that's between October and January 7th. And she ended up uh, having to go to Iowa City for emergency surgery. She got through the surgery just fine, but uh, didn't fare well after that. And she died of a heart attack in the night on the uh, 11th of January. Meanwhile, my dad, uh, who uh, it was just mom and dad at home, dad uh, started going downhill. He had COPD mm. and had a stroke in 2001. So he had two blows against him already and uh, he started going downhill with his oxygen levels and uh, had to go to the Genesis East uh, emergency room, the same place mom went to uh, a few days earlier and ended up getting admitted and went to the ICU and uh, spent two terms in the ICU and we thought he was going to come home. But I got a call on the night of the 28th, which was a Saturday night I was watching whatever monster movie on TV that I had on. And at the time, I will never forget it. I don't remember what it was. But, but I know I was watching something that was kind of a, a fun movie. And then he they said, you're going to want to come up here. And Dad passed away on the 28th. So, so I've had that happen, Mom and Dad. And I was the only child. right? So, um, But the, the positive thing to come out of that is I've had between January 28th and now, a time to reflect mm-hmm. and and how much that uh, they cared for me and uh, sacrificed for me and just the amount of photos I found of me and them and then all the happy times, because we really, we were a house full of happiness, not a house full of misery. That's for sure. And, uh, so that's, that's, that's the beautiful thing.
1: But you know what, Dave, I, I, I could see how your mother and your father was loved, you know? Uh, and I want to thank you again for, uh, invited me to the memorial service uh this last weekend yeah and uh and to see and and hear uh, the outpouring of of love for your parents and everything and you know it, to me it was an honor that as our friendship that you would yeah. invite me to be be there and to speak you I right and I, and i pre I appreciate that but I heard so many wonderful things about you know your mom and your dad and uh I, and-
0: I love the story my aunt relayed And I think the listeners to the podcast will love this. My mom enjoyed going downtown. They would go downtown, what did they say, Saturday mornings? Mm -hmm. And I think mom relayed this story to me in in not exact detail. But uh, they loved going downtown, and and there was whatever store down there that had uh, fish and turtles for sale. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume Kresky's, uh, which was a five and dime or Woolworth's or or Walgreens, one of those, they they used to sell things like that, oh, one sure. of the five and dimes. And mom wanted to go in and see, the, they always wanted to see those animals when she was downtown with uh, her mom and sister and uh, downtown Davenport. And my aunt relayed that on one of those trips, uh, my mom grabbed a uh, a little handful of colored rocks. I don't know where she got the colored rocks from. Maybe it was the, they were probably for sale in the store. So Rogers Kirk and David Baker could set up their own, uh, fish tank or turtle tank at (laughs) home. And those colored rocks were for sale. And, and my mom, the story was she grabbed a little handful of those. And my, my grandmother, uh, Ethel looked down and said, what do you have in your hand, Donna Ruth? And, and they're, she opened up her hand and showed her these colored rocks. Oh, we got to take those back to the store and return them. And the man, when they took them back, what did my, my aunt said? The man said, oh, go ahead and let the little girl keep the rocks. No, no. We're not going to instill that in her, that it's okay to steal something and take something. So that's an interesting, fun, moral story, but it's a couple of things. First of all, it showed the kind of family that I grew up with that we didn't, you know, we didn't expect something for nothing. Uh, One. Number two, um, my mom loved things of beauty. So those beautiful colored rocks and those beautiful turtles and fish and, and whatever she was interested in or flowers. Oh my goodness. She loved flowers and purple, anything that was purple, which is the Lenten color you know and in this time of the year so at the church that uh, we had the funeral service at you notice purple is the color of the season because of lent right. and and that religious color so she would have been so happy and pleased to know that that she was uh, adorned in purple in her urn and that uh, uh there was purple there and the flowers had some purple and there were things of beauty she she enjoyed beauty my, meanwhile my dad was all about fixing things making things work, mm-hmm. electronics, and uh, uh, the ceiling fan. Check the ceiling fan. Make sure the ceiling fan blades are spinning at the right speed or making sure uh, that, you know, at his place of work that everything was safe and that the, the metals that he worked at Alcoa, that, the, the, you know, keeping track of uh, different components that made sure the temperature was correct when they mel- melted the metal uh because that's just crucial otherwise if you're flying in a plane and the wings go flying off you're not going to be very happy
1: <laughs> <laughs> i heard yeah. you tell that uh, that story about him working at Alcor, but I heard your aunt. Yeah. Your aunt told the story about the rocks. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and it was such, you know, and telling that, you know, it was nothing morbid and not of that nature. No, Everything no. Everything was uh, a joyous. And that's what I tell people who, who have lost loved ones. You know, and I understand I've been there where you are yeah. and uh, lost a mother and that kind of thing. But one of the things that, as I shared with even the congregation a, a couple of weeks ago uh, about... In, in times of of loss, or death of a loved one, it's always to reflect on those good times that you had, that 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 those things that cause you to smile, and right. and you know, because you know sorrow, grief has its way of dealing with things. But but if you reflect on, you know, every time you think, oh, as you did. My dad was this and my mom was this. And and I I noticed you when you were speaking how how you had the biggest smile on your face, you know. Uh, and, and, And not only that, but the other piece in that that I share with people is that then you're able to thank God for your mom. Thank God or, yes. you know that person that was lost and that keeps you from having that sense of, of 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 grief that causes you so much pain and heartache so and I saw you have that and even even as you shared now that you talked about her that you have that smile on your face
0: you uh, and and we never know what's coming mm-hmm. none of us know I mean six months ago I couldn't have told you what was going to happen mm-hmm. I knew that mom was diagnosed and was ill but my first reaction is well we're going to fight this but then there's a certain sense of acceptance when you can't do anything about it right. so that's that's where i am and i'm i'm in a pretty good place i'm i know that uh, the only thing is i'd like to call mom i used to call her a lot on the phone and tell her what i'm doing mm-hmm. but i think you know they know they can see they know i'm taking care of business and these these petty things on earth that don't you know in the long run we need to do good work, Sarah, and, and care for each other and love each other and help each other. But the small things like, hey, Mom, I want to let you know I called the life insurance company and they told me this.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they, that doesn't matter, you know, in the in the, in the realm of things. Right. But they know I'm taking care of things. Well, they, and they, there's much to take care of, of course.
1: Well, but, that, that yeah. thought when I was sitting there at the service uh, Saturday uh, I, I thought about you know, and I didn't say it. I said you know, because I, I really didn't know your mom or your
0: dad. Right, right. They but knew I, of you though. But they I knew, used to listen to you on the air. <laughs> but,
1: but I knew yeah, you, and I was yeah. saying to myself, uh, uh, with what, what the old thing that the apple don't fall far from the tree. Right. <laughs> and I know what a wonderful guy you are, how yeah. uh, a guy that seeks to. Uh, to just to do good that's the kind of guy you are uh and I know that that has to come from uh from some parents who
0: well, believe in that Well thank you and we you know I think that um sometimes we forget the impact we have on people I mean I did I mention at the service about my dad's pocket radio he had a little radio and in even in the hospital he would listen to KALA
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: to let me know hey David I want to let you know, and that's that's my imitation of dad. I want to let you know that 885 sounds good and 1061 it could sound better. And <laughs> and there's a little problem with the audio. Well, we had a problem with our transmitter at that point on 1061. We've since fixed that, but we had a backup on the air. <laughs> and dad was giving me the helpful electronic hint. That's by, what a dad by, does. That's what right? he does. He said he said you got to you got to work on that one and uh but uh, the, the impact that we've got on others this past Friday, and we're recording this podcast on Tuesday the 4th, mm-hmm. which, by the way, this is so appropriate. This is my mom and dad's wedding anniversary. So this, is their, this would be their 59th wedding anniversary today as we're recording. Um, at 4 p.m. So they were, they were married 4 for 1964 at 4 p.m.
1: Your aunt mentioned that at the yes. service.
0: Yeah. And, and so and, and one year it will be 60 years. But anyway, I had people coming up to me at an event that I was uh, emceeing and helping with on Sunday. It was a World Cultures Festival who told me they were listening to KALA Friday night mm-hmm. when I was live on the air. I stopped what I was doing in the middle of my show which is typically music and we usually have a good time it's it's my soul oldie show and i had to do tornado warnings mm. and i it's we had an imminent danger for our our listeners mm. i had listeners that were there at that event that came up to me that told me thank you for what you did and there's a reason you know that we we do what we do mm. and so i you know my dad was listening in the hospital it was it was solace for him to to listen to the radio. It was he used to listen all during the pandemic, and it, it helped him uh, still stay connected because he couldn't get out because the, his doctor told him if you get COVID, you're done. So you don't want to go around and get COVID. You know we'll get you the vaccine, but you're not going to want to get COVID. Um, but yeah, I had people coming up to me that told me thanks for doing what you you did Friday, and you explained. I guess at some point on the air, I don't remember doing this. Uh I explained how hail is formed because I talked about water water droplets being tossed into the upper atmosphere into the upper parts of the clouds where it's colder and then they come down and so I I don't remember exactly explaining that but I was as we were getting hail here in Central Davenport, yeah. So so we you have an impact in person and through your uh, broadcast ministry that you do.
1: Well, yeah. well, great. I'm hoping that people who are listening to this uh, podcast uh, today will, will take from it that all of us will go through uh, some form of hurts. We would all go through some form of pain, and 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 truly, death will affect us. You know, right? But you know, hopefully, from this broad, uh podcast. Today, that you can know that we have, we have experienced, but we can assure you that uh, as Scripture says, that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Right. And so we right. we thank God that for for those of who have that relationship, joy can always have that morning uh, effect on all of us in the midst of what we're going through. Well, both you
0: and I have told people that you're going to go through storms. Mm-hmm. Haven't we? Many times we've said this on the air. You're going to go through mm-hmm. some tough times, mm-hmm. but you and I have just gone through some tough times, yeah. and and we're we're still here,
1: still here, still smiling, <laughs> still rejoicing. But, and well, uh, I don't mean to change subject. So yeah, th- you're This fine. is the East uh, Easter season, uh, the right, Lenten right, season. Right. Uh, anything that uh, uh, that you guys are planning uh, at the church to do anything.
0: Well, I just. This, week, this I, is yeah, Holy Week this here. This is Holy Week, and, uh, you know, I know that uh, on the radio for Good Friday, we've got the my good friends coming up here from the Baptist Pastors Conference.
1: Right, yeah. We, and uh, they're going to be
0: up here, and that's beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, uh, you know, I've, I've seen um, from a secular side, I've seen a bunch of egg hunts planned, and uh, the children just love those. Uh, the Easter egg hunts, and I know my kids loved that when they were much younger. Um, I saw one the other day, and somebody was dressed up like a bunny <laughs> out in a field. And you know, I don't know where we got Easter eggs and bunnies and all those things from, but that's that's all fun and fine. And, we have and, to do some
1: research on that some right, at some point,
0: <laughs> right? But we we know what this season is, and my mom just loved Easter. It was one of her favorite favorite times of the year favorite holidays and always, always that that fact of, of renewal yeah. you know and and uh and that uh, Jesus Jesus died for us yeah. and and when i was i was young it was always it was always a, a very um a important time of the year very important um, you know and uh, uh there was uh, the celebration on good friday i i can remember we didn't typically on good friday when i was growing up there wasn't any school, I don't think so. No, and uh, but sometimes there was school on the Thursday, the Holy mm-hmm. Thursday, yeah. or the Monday Monday, Monday Thursday. Days, yeah. Some some people call that. Um, but uh, I think we've gotten away from. I've noticed since the maybe the late nineties, early two thousands, we've gotten from away from. What is this for? Mm-hmm. What is this season for? Every when I was a child in the seventies in the quad city area everything was closed on easter sunday it was it was like christmas none of the businesses were open it was a time for church and family mm-hmm. it was not a time to go to the mall or to go to the strip mall or the big box store and shop mm-hmm. but it has become another just another day that people don't work okay. and that's what the friday seems like too they give yeah. you know employers give the people the friday off so they can worship, and and uh, recognize, and and reflect, and it seems like I don't know if people do that, and uh, I can't, I don't know what to do about that. But I mean, I'm just reacting to it and telling you what I've seen, and it's 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 not like it used to be.
1: No, no, I'm I'm well aware that they that, you know, it used to be whereas that as you just said that. Uh, companies gave their employees time off, but it was an opportunity for people to, uh, on Good Friday, to reflect on what Christ went through right. on Good Friday for us and and for those of us who are Christians and and in uh, redeeming us from our sin. So it it has changed. It 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 has. But uh, it, it's my prayer and hope that that the gospel uh, is preached. Uh, uh, so that people can hear and understand what it took for salvation and I know that as we shared about your mom dad and I think about my mom and and stuff how they they knew that we were raised that way uh, and so then those celebrations I know that it's a celebration of mm-hmm. what Christ did
0: right
1: you know uh and what and I tell the, the congregation that it Easter is not about uh bunnies and uh Clothes and Easter eggs and and all of that stuff, but it has a more significant meaning. As we say, Jesus is the reason for the season during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that that whole Good Friday and that whole this whole Lenten season, it causes us to reflect on Him. You know, and what. What price that He paid for us, uh, for our salvation. So, right. uh, it is my prayers, and I know that you know. As we go through this Lenten season, that uh, people will begin to focus. I know even in what listen to this podcast, people will even now reflect on uh, the price that was paid. But, uh, but it's a time of joy. It's a time of renewal right, right. and, and uh, uh, the bright colors, and you know.
0: Oh, and and the story. You know, some of the stories uh, uh from the Bible about the the uh, uh crucifixion and, and about uh uh the resurrection mm-hmm. are amazing.
1: And yeah, they are man. To
0: hear again. We know you and I both know what happened, mm-hmm. right? But uh we've got to hear it again. We've got to know and we want to hear it again. Yeah.
1: Right. Well, you need more you know, it's like you know preaching on each Sunday, you know, and which I will be doing. Right. But uh is it's is those stories leading up to like Palm Sunday, we just right. had that last Sunday, and and uh, and 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 I've been doing this whole thing on praise, and how when he came in, how they was praising him on uh, on Palm Sunday, and palm branches out and things of that nature, but but and but I, my focus was on for some reason that the Holy Spirit led me to focus on the fact that that smiling faces tell lies.
0: Oh, yo, the song! <laughs> oh, um, uh, the 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 um, oh my goodness, the undisputed that's truth. Undisputed truth. That's, that's the name of the group. Yeah, you Smiling remember. Smiling faces. Yeah, that song. Oh, okay, yeah, right Dave, there. I'm not going to go it. more Dave, than please, that. Right please, please. The thank we wanna you. We want to keep Dave. our audience here. Right, right. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. But yeah, so that's what it was, you know. And, and o- OJs, you know, oh, the O-J's. I, I brought the undisputed truth and, and I the, brought, back, uh, the backstabbers. Man, you're on top of it. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, that. You know, I hear that the the strings on that song and it gives me goosebumps. <laughs> it just ooh, I hear that and that's all oh, good music there. That's good, yeah. So that's I, good,
1: I, I, you know. But but I wanted them to see that you know that what the things that Jesus went through that that right. at that, that, uh, Palm Sunday shouting Hosanna uh, uh, and before the week was out. They was they was crying. I crucify him and stuff like that.
0: Sure, they were. And the whole yeah. thing
1: is to get people to understand that, as the Bible says, "Beware when all men speak well of you." You know, uh, those, those kind of things that people will laugh in your face and they will stab you in the back. You know, but that's they why will. our focus got to be uh, more not on people in the sense of their how they how they feel about us, but uh, on God and what He knows about us. That kind of thing. So.
0: Yeah, and done. what did Jesus say on the cross? It is done. It's
1: done. It's finished.
0: Yeah. That's it. That's it. I did it. Yeah. I did it. And we can hear a little those astute listeners can hear thunder <laughs> in the background right when I say it is done. Yeah. Cuz wasn't there a great storm right before right before Jesus died on the cross? Yeah, there was yeah. a the, the There was the sky got shine. dark. Yeah. Yeah, it was dark yeah. and there was yeah. a storm and yeah. and uh yeah, it's it, it is uh, the most amazing uh, story and an amazing time of the year my mother just just loved that and one of the other things um oh and I mentioned the Baptist pastors will be up here so so this podcast is going to be posted here uh today uh on this 4th of April but I want to tell everybody this Friday the pastors are going to be on the air at 12 noon for a special message here on KALA yeah
1: and you can and you can Get it wherever you are. If you turn
0: online or over tune the air, TuneIn.com. dot com. Tune
1: in dot com, and
0: it'll be a, a special Easter message, right. and from my friends, and and it's always, it's just I let them go. I open up the mic and they talk.
1: Well, we, you <laughs> know, uh, I, I do appreciate you allowing that. We we started that some years ago, and yeah. Uh, it's called Good News for Good Friday.
0: <laughs> Good News for Good Friday. Yeah. makes sense. Yeah. One of the other things mentioned at, at my mom and dad's service this past weekend was music. And uh, that's a thing of beauty, too. My mom loved things of beauty, but but music, I think, conveys so much in the church. Um, on a secular side, we just mentioned a couple of things that can be, yeah. you know, we can take a, a theme from the OJ song, the backstabbers, somebody doing you wrong. Um uh, they be you know they be coming around your house when you're not even yeah, home.
1: You know the uh, song. <laughs> that's what they
0: say. It's like, oh, what are they doing? Yeah. You know what they do. You know that's what they're saying in the background. What are they doing? And there's a you know. Um, but uh, we talked about the undisputed truth. We talked about the OJ's music and, and the music in the church and the music that we listened to. It, it was so much a part of my life growing up. We always had music on. And it was always happy music, positive music. I, what did I mention in the church? My dad liked to listen to the Silver Fox, Charlie Rich, and the interesting thing is, he liked that song called "The Most Beautiful Girl in the World," and um, Percy Sledge used to sing that as well. I don't know if you knew that, and and so did uh, Little Milton. I uh, used to sing that. So, but uh, it's interesting that you got some bluesy artists that would pick up on that song the silver fox charlie rich Mm. and uh so that would be on i remember in the early 70s but mom always had the radio on Mm. so i got to pick up on and listen to all these songs what are they talking about
1: Mm. what is this
0: but it was always positive everything was always positive and uh not a lot of classical music in our house we had some sometimes i would hear some of that not much opera Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. I, that's not one of my favorite forms, or, <laughs> or, uh, and I don't understand what they're saying. But I think that uh, God gave us humor. I think God gave us things like music and the ability to do visual art, like painting mm-hmm. and, and sculpting and things like that, because not everybody's capable of doing all these things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I can't make music. I don't know about you. You make
1: music. I'm I, I mean, at I... <laughs> I, I, I'm lost for words. How, how you, how, uh, I, you know, I, I used to play the piano when I was kid. I took right. music lessons for years, and and I used to try to play. And I sung in the choirs and things of that nature, coming up. But you're okay.
0: So you're. I want to make an observation about your church and about other churches. Uh, their band is always very good. Most most church bands I've heard in the Baptist churches. Are really good. They're um, the most amazing thing is the um, uh, the timing yeah. of the percussionists and the organists to, to highlight what the speaker is saying, what the pastor's saying, or the associate minister or the deacon. Yeah. So they're up on they're up at the pulpit and they say, "God said," and then you hear in the background, dun, dun, dun. so it's <laughs> it builds up, it builds up, it brings it brings the congregation in and it adds to the service. And that's I think that's amazing and that's one of the things I just love about music hmm. at the church. It adds to it doesn't take away from. No, no, yeah. No. Yeah. So <laughs> but I want to just make that comment.
1: Well you yeah. made it clear but, but yeah, yeah. Well, we 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 do have a, a outstanding music ministry at our church. You so do. thank God for that and it does enhance the worship service and right. then, uh as you say while the word is before the word is being preached or uh, doing the word that you can hear those uh that the music as well.
0: Right, right. But, well, and it's uh fun. It's fun to uh reminisce about the how music formed us. Like you talked about playing piano, I played the trumpet. We'd have been a good group.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and I played trombone.
0: Oh, Well, we could have overdubbed you. I mean, me we record one track, go back and have the right. have you on piano, then come back and play the trombone. Um, but music wasn't my calling. Communication was my calling in other ways.
1: Well, so you then, can tell me what my calling was. Right. Well, it was. <laughs> yeah, we we it's, found it's a calling, calling, right?
0: Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I think everybody found their place where they're they're supposed to be. Um, but I think God gave us those things, not to abuse and not to not to say burn baby burn in music and, and to do negative things. And I know, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to say some music today is just not positive, but maybe in 50 years, I'm going to look like a, a complete fool because maybe I don't understand it, but some of the messages and some of the things in music, they're negative. You know, bring people down, I and that's. The, I, I, don't know. I think
1: way you receive the message, uh, those positive things. That's that's how we, re- that's how we was raised to receive things, and that's what we give because of our relationship with God. We we want to be positive, and and people, and I often tell people, people, people are talented. They can sing, they can do things by ear, play music. But but the Bible says God gives gifts to the body for the edification. Of the body, he gives gifts, you know, uh, and so those gifts will be used for the body. And 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 I notice you and how you always—I mean, every time I see you at, at events and you you give of yourself, and and they come up to you, and you always got a smile on your face, well, always and, got joy. That's you know, that's giving back. Uh, you know. Yeah. Let your conversation be seasoned with grace. I mean, Absolutely. those kind of things. And that's what I just, I don't mean to, uh, to, to well, I do mean to give you the accolades, but right. but you're well deserving of those things, you know.
0: Thank you. I think, I was just thinking of music mm-hmm. and songs.
1: Well, uh, I, uh, I, you just proved you can't sing, so. I
0: can't sing. Yeah. But when you get a song like, Papa was a Rolling Stone from 1972, you could take that on two different levels. You can just listen to it and say okay that's got a good beat or you can hear wow this guy had a really tough upbringing without his dad there but what was the story why wasn't dad around and mama just said baby don't worry about that Mm -hmm. papa was a rolling stone wherever he laid his hat that was his home you know and when he died all he left us all he was alone. was alone you know and and I'm, but there are you know some of those stories they 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 trans they, they go through time and they console people too with those messages and uh it's important that we uplift each other as much as we can and whatever talents we've got like the temptations they could sing and they could dance obviously and harmonize and but, but they also uplifted people through message. Mm-hmm. And I think that, uh, Pastor Kirk, you can uplift people through uh, speaking the word of God and also consoling people and helping them through hard times and, and happy times. I mean, your happiest times are a baby. A new baby is born. A new baby comes into the world, and you're able to baptize that baby. <laughs> and then you're also able to marry a young couple who will have a baby and so those are happy times. You're just, you're, you're, you're very happy. Or you see young children in the congregation that are doing well in school or Bible school, and, they, and they're showing you what they can do, or they're singing, and they've learned to do a certain kind of song. Uh, and, and so those are good times, but you're also there for the tough times. And I think that whatever we're capable of doing, God gives us that skill set to go forth and to bring it out there. And I'm a communicator. I think that's one of the things that I'm able to do. Um, I'm also able to uh, produce things, meaning take rough content, rough things that are recorded, and try to clean them up as best as possible so more people can be reached and they understand it better. Because if we don't get it, if we don't understand it, why are we doing it? (laughs) Right.
1: But again, as you said, you know, when people, uh, those happy times, but – but I feel that all of us are still responsible in a way to when people are in the darkness, we have to help them to see the light. We have to, right. you know, in dark times was it's, it's when for some it seemed like that's all they can see is darkness. Everything is gloom and doom. But for those of us who who come alongside of them, that's what the comfort is to, to come alongside someone and to begin to share with them. Uh, so that they can see light that look, uh, as I said in the scripture, we may do it for a night, but joy comes in the morning but, uh, and, and let them see that there's there's a brighter day ahead. And I think that uh, all of us ought to be able to encourage one another to let them know that there is a bright day. Cause all of us go through stuff. You know, right, right. you and I ain't the only one that goes through stuff. Right. You
0: know? We just yeah. happen to have just gone through stuff at the same time. Yeah. Right.
1: Very recently, you and, know.
0: Yeah. And and the stuff I was going through, I couldn't even tell you because you weren't feeling well. Yeah. I couldn't get with you. Um, we, we're going to get ready to close, but we want to talk because we would be remiss and in a week or so, this won't make sense for us to talk about the Iowa women versus the LSU women in the national championship don't, don't, game. Don't,
1: they don't bring that up. Don't so, bring it, don't, so what? What don't bring?
0: So, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this. Uh, about now wait a
1: minute. Let's preface that that yeah. you from. Let's, I'm you're, from Iowa. Yeah, let's make everybody but, know that you're from Iowa. Long-time listeners. And I'm from Louisiana. Let's, let's, <laughs> that's let's go true. Ahead. I'm you're from Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah.
0: Okay, now and you, now you better, can talk. You make better gumbo yeah, than well, I do. Well, we but,
1: talk about but, gumbo, we talk yeah. about basketball. Yeah, that's
0: right. So
1: <laughs> That so, means I win on both cases, oh, well, basketball and gumbo. Right.
0: But let's, <laughs> let's get down to one thing. Those of you who've listened to David Baker and Rogers Kirk know, what do we do to each other when we start talking about the Gospel Explosion Weekend and the basketball, we trash talk, right? We don't cuss, but we we talk about how we're better than each other, no, right? No, I, and, I, and you I
1: usually kind of admit that I'm better. <laughs> that, that, I, I mean,
0: <laughs> I see, and I said I was going to ask AC Earl to come in. Uh, we were live on the air during one of the the end of one of the the church service broadcast during the pandemic, and I said, I'm going to see if A.C. Earl will help me. And you said, you can bring A.C., you can bring D.C., you can bring B.C., it doesn't matter because you're still going to lose. And, and uh, But that's what people do. So I know that the Iowa women and the LSU team, there was some trash talking going on. Yeah, But uh, there was a, it was a big rivalry. Um, I know the Iowa women's coach, Lisa Bluter, She's a wonderful kind nice person, but she's very intense about the game and obviously the LSU coach. Oh yeah, very yes. intense about the game
1: and very and colorful.
0: Colorful <laughs> and, and 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 but uh it's become a huge thing on social media. People have begun fighting each other over over this this whole thing. And the Iowa people can't see the point of view of of the other side, but I will say trash talking's part of the game.
1: It's, 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 and, it is, and we uh, and they laugh about it. You know, people.
0: If Kirk and Baker trash talk each other, and and I joke around about getting ninety-some odd year old uh, Reverend Gabriel Barber out there to help me, um, and he could do the granny shot from the midcourt, and maybe he could make one. I know he could. I know my brother can't.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> I, I I I don't discriminate. Between. Uh, race, uh, uh, creed, color, our age. So yeah. if he come up and shoot, I block his shot.
0: See, he'd block bar- <laughs> Barber. Yeah, he'd say, "What you doing?" Knowing <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. But you know, it's it's really become a thing too of divisionalism yeah. on social media, and uh, and it's times like this too that that I, you get to see people's true colors it's it's like when we had our last president who was president people that came to the defense of him no matter what no matter what like you can see now. what they oh. like they are now for that gentleman when uh and i'm calling him gentleman boy that's out of respect
1: <laughs> you really, but
0: but i would say that you know when you see someone on social media say no matter what that person's always right mm-hmm. it's not always that's yeah. not always the case but but social media can really divide people. And it gets, it gets right back to uh, caring about each other. And, and, you know, we talk about this Lenten season and how, you know, why we're here. You know, why are we here? We're not here to bash each other. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, you know, the basketball game uh, is a game. That's, that's right? It's a happened. game. And to trash talk is just part of it. And, yeah. and, and I think if it was a serious issue, that officials from the NCAA would have stepped in and called the game, or yeah. suspended the game, or made them replay the game mm-hmm. in some controlled environment. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but,
1: but like you say, it's just trash talking. People do that. You do you do it on the playground, uh, play football, sandlot, uh, uh wherever. You know, even
0: pastors do that amongst each hey, other, hey, but hey, they hey, do it in a serious way.
1: They don't pastors. My sermon was a little bit no, better than yours. No.
0: Uh, now I gotta admit, I'm not gonna say which pastor this was, but my my friend was sitting with me. I can say the name of the friend who was sitting by me. At it was at uh, Reverend Barber and Lee Barber, and God bless Lee, uh, who passed away at their, one of their anniversary celebrations. And uh, my friend Willie Jones was sitting with me, Pastor Jones, and there was another pastor, a younger pastor, sitting at our table, and he said, "I gotta." I got to get going. And this thing, this event was a Saturday night and it was moving along and it was, it was getting kind of late. And he said, he said, I got to get going. I have to write a sermon for tomorrow. And pastor Willie Jones, he said, you don't have a sermon ready for tomorrow. And he he looked at him, he said, no, I don't write those till Saturday night. And and Pastor Jones, experienced pastor, he shook his head. He said, "Okay." <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. but uh, but yeah, you, you you know, it is. It's easy. It's easy to cut somebody down, you know. And and, and if if you don't have a, a horse in the game, you probably shouldn't say anything, mm. right? What, what didn't we learn that when we were younger? If you don't have something nice to say, don't say anything at all, yeah. or or you know, kind of keep to yourself about that, right?
1: Biblically, it, it says uh, let what we say be used uh, for the edification, uh, which is the building up uh, of, of someone else. So we don't we don't tear down, we build up. And I know that our flesh get weak. Somebody hurts us, and and. Uh, 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 they don't. We don't like them for for whatever the reason is that we see in our our mind. But but that's not as a believer. We don't do that. We just we love right. folks, and and when we find ourselves straying away, we we ask for forgiveness and and do our best to repent and go and and start you know going doing what God has called us to do to love folks, you know. I, I love yeah. you, Dave. Let me just tell you that. Yeah. I, love I love
0: you, you Pastor Dave. Barber, and Pastor Barber,
1: Barber. Yeah. Pastor Kirk. I don't got. He, I don't even know my name,
0: <laughs> Pastor Kirk. I was thinking of Barber. I had Barber on the brain. <laughs> so um, we're going to wrap things up uh, on this edition of the Kirk and Baker Show. We want, we want people to know that if they have a suggestion, they want to bring somebody on the show for an interview. Uh, they want us to talk about a topic. All they have to do is email me kala at sau. Dot edu. That's kala at sau. Dot edu. That's the best way of getting a hold of me. And uh, do you have anything else you want to add?
1: No, I just. So I know go- your name. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah.
0: I had Barber on the brain at the midcourt doing a granny shot. He's uh, the the listeners who don't know him. He he stands about. Five foot tall, and he is about the, the strongest ninety some odd year old man you're going to meet. Who goes to the Y? I think does he go to the Y every
1: day? I, so, I don't know about as much now, but he still uh, he still works out some way. You know, he's a tough guy. I, I see he, him I see him at least once or twice a week. You
0: know? Yeah, he he. I I got some stories about him flexing his muscles one time up here at the radio station. Somebody was being a little smart with him <laughs> about something, and he said. I do go to the Y and work out every morning. And he looked at somebody and flexed his muscles. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a that's tough man. My, that's but, my pastor, and it, he's he's a tough tough guy. And uh, but I but you know again we're Kirk and I are going to continue to trash talk despite what anybody says. We do it in fun and in jest. All right. That's right. So this is the Kirk and Baker show, and we will be back next time with. We hope to have. Uh, Minister Holly up here, right? Yeah, is he well, going to come, uh, Frank Holly?
1: Yeah, he's he's over uh, Punch. It's the nonprofit organizations of churches uh, in our community who come together to just to do good in our community, and they are sponsoring uh, of the Easter egg hunt this coming Saturday. The Punch Group, our church is a member of Punch, First Baptists, First Prayers, uh, Saint John. Uh, Bethel, AME, and, you know, various churches, uh, denominations. they they would be a part of this. It's, it's for our community, and we have thousands of people there for that East Egg Hunt. So.
0: All right. Well, that is wonderful, and we hope to have him up here. I know he's been wanting to get on and talk about what they're doing, the good work at Punch. Mm-hmm. And we're going to have other guests coming up here. And we promise not to be gone as long. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's what I pray. This is
0: our first... <laughs> podcast of 2023.
1: It really is. And, yeah. And this is, this is, is April. Wow. <laughs> and it's April. The so. Sickness and all of the stuff yeah. that took place. But
0: we're here. We're well, back. thank you to Rogers Kirk. Thank you, sir.
1: Well, thank you, Dave. I appreciate
0: and you. I know your name. But I had re- I had Pastor Barbara on my brain doing that granny shot from midcourt. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was looking out the window, too. You know, it's, it's storming that, and hailing and everything else. So.
1: One thing to have a <laughs> nightmare, but sit here and have a, a day <laughs> we, there. You know what? <laughs> We should
0: have him on. We should have uh, Pastor Barber come up here, and come on, and just we just talk. I think that would be a great podcast, okay, and man. I think I would enjoy it quite a bit.
1: You want me to set that up, or you gonna set it? You up?
0: set you set that up. I and, set it up. And you know what? I'm I don't know if I want to give it away to the audience. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the audience on the edge of their seat when we have Pastor Barber up here. I figured out who sang one of his favorite songs. That he used to play on the gospel train, but he'd never tell me who the artist was and the song title. But I used—it's about a mom crying for her baby. Mm. Mm, you got her crying again. I figured out who sang it. Oh, you got it. And I'm—I'm oh, going to tell him when he gets here, and then he's going to—he's going to get mad. But <laughs> there used to be a friendly rivalry between Bobby Clark, who was a lay minister, one of the one of the lay people that did a show up here, and. And Pastor Barber, and they would compete with who had the best gospel music to play on the air. That's a that's a great problem. There's talk about trash talking. That's a great problem for me to have as a manager of a station that people cared about their radio show so much they wanted to outdo the other one with better music every time. <laughs> so, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we'll get to that one when, when he comes here. And but I want to thank you. So Pastor Rogers Kirk and uh, David Baker signing off for. The Kirk and Baker Show.
1: Be blessed. Have a great week. All right.